Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Alexa Nicole Kukiata. She's the author of Power to Persevere, artist, entrepreneur, speaker, and wellness advocate. Alexa, welcome to our podcast today. Hello, thank you for having me. So first, I will say something very biased in that I love New Yorkers because I'm also a New Yorker. So Alexa is born and raised in New York, <laughs> as am I. So a lot of people, we have listeners from all around the world, and they often are amazed when I say, yeah, I grew up in New York City. They're like, oh my God, really? And so for you, Alexa, what do you feel that you have learned as a New Yorker that you can apply to your business, to your personal life, to anything that you're so grateful to have been born and raised in New York? Hmm. You know, there's so much out there and honestly, everything can be at your fingertips if you allow it to be. So growing up in New York City, I was exposed to a lot of different cultures, a lot of diversity, a lot of art and people who are able to express themselves on all these creative and artistic levels. And that really helped inspire me to start to do the same. Um, so I guess we can backtrack to middle school and honestly, elementary school. <laughs> um, there were times that I would go into my room and I would make my own clothes out of paper. And then this started to spark an interest for fashion and art. And I then signed up for classes at the Fashion Institute of Technology because why not? It's in my backyard, you know? Um, and I also took classes at SVA, the Art Students League. And I really just honed in on this creative side that I was exposed to at such a young age just because I grew up in Manhattan. And um, then in high school, I decided to start to make jewelry. I made a piece of jewelry for myself and my friend. I posted it on Instagram and Instagram at this time was very new. It was a very new platform. And I had a lot of friends and people who I did not even know start to place informal orders. And I decided, hmm, there's something here. Um, people enjoy the jewelry that I'm making. They wanna buy my products. So why don't I start my own little business? So I started my own little side hustle when I was a junior in college, I mean, excuse me, in, in high school. And then that kind of sparked an interest for business. And I decided for college, I was going to go study fashion and business at a school upstate. And then at that time, I started to expand this jewelry business. I started to sell e-commerce um, through Etsy and then my own platform. So it was direct to consumer. And I had my, um, my products also at a boutique at a university. And then I had a pop-up shop at another boutique at another university. And I felt like I was hustling and this is awesome. And I was just on top of the world and things are gonna start taking off. Um, and then uh, during my sophomore year of college, I just was not feeling myself. I had a lot of aches in my body. I was very fatigued. I was experiencing night sweats. And then all of a sudden I was in class and I kid you not, this huge bump, the size of a golf ball 
popped up above my collarbone. And I was extremely confused. And I turned to my friend in class and I was like, is this cancer? And she was like, no, Alexa, that's impossible. You're the healthiest person I know. And then I was like, okay, you're right. You're right. I'm, this is crazy. It can't be cancer. Um, a few days later, the bump was still there. I was getting a little nervous. So I went to the nurses on campus and I got my blood work done. Um, everything came back normal. I was fine. They thought I perhaps had mono because you're on a college campus, you know, there's so many germs, but nope, clear. And they suggested that I go see another doctor back at home. So I made an appointment with an ears, nose, throat specialist. Um, we did some more tests. I had a nasoendoscopy. I had an MRI biopsy, um, excuse me, an MRI, a fine needle biopsy, and everything just kept coming back negative. We couldn't figure out what this was, and the doctors just kept telling me I was fine, and I had nothing to worry about because the tests were all inconclusive. Fast forward a few more months later, I had my summer internship and I was about to go back into school um, and I was going to go abroad and I knew that I needed to get this checked out again because I just did not have a good feeling about this bump. And then I went to another ENT doctor, ears and throat specialist, and he immediately said, I do not like the size of that and I do not like where it is we are scheduling you for a surgery next week. I'm like, okay, cool. This is the week that I'm supposed to be moving into college again. So I had to move everything in um, the week before school started, got permission from the school to do so. And I thought I was just going to go on the surgery. We were going to get this bump removed because it was just really annoying me um, in the place that it was in. And I was going to live kumbaya, go back to school with my peers and just be a normal 19, 20 year old. Um, but that's not what life had planned for me. I got out of the surgery and um, the doctor gave me his, uh, he, the doctor was on the phone. My parents gave me the phone and um, he said that I had an 80% chance I had Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I felt like the whole world crumbled down. And I was like, no, this is not possible. This is not true. How could you be telling me that I have lymphoma, which is a type of blood cancer? And I was in denial. And I thought that miraculously, I was going to be fine in a week when the pathology report came back. But little did I know that <laughs> that wasn't the case. Um, when it came back positive, um, during what was supposed to be my first week of my junior year of college, so syllabus week, I was now going to different oncologists and doing all these different other tests and having all these different procedures done because I had to start chemotherapy right away. Um, and within just honestly, like a few days, my life completely changed. And then looking back, I realized that all those symptoms and things that I was experiencing were hints that my body was not healthy, that there was something wrong. Um, so just after my 20th birthday, um, just a few days after I started chemotherapy, I had four hour infusions every other week for four months. So I had eight sessions. And I just started to look at life in a very different way, in a different angle. I started to read books that were about spirituality and about perspective and mindset. I started to listen to different sermons. I started to engage in different activities that I never engaged is this, in before. Is, is, this, is this why you decided to write your own book? I'm sorry to cut you off, but again, we don't really have that much time. But oh, yeah. first of all, 
thank you so much for sharing your story about that because it's really, really powerful and it's very, very encouraging to know that, that uh, you're willing to share that. So just kind of like relative to your book. So it's called Power to Persevere. Yes. So you've had okay. this very traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. I was what just getting is really that. The, the core message of Power to Persevere? Yeah. So no matter what you're going through in life, um, you need to trust the battle that you're given and know that it's happening to you for a reason. Um, and at the end of the day, we're all going to go through something very traumatic and, and, or maybe not as traumatic as cancer, but we're going to have a battle and a struggle and a challenging moment. So it's up to us to actually reframe that position and use it to our advantage to grow and to learn from. So that's actually why I wrote Power to Persevere. It's just to show others um, that at the end of the day, like we will see a light and we will be okay. And it's a story about my personal battle with cancer. And then I also have different um, people who I've interviewed who have been through cancer like me, limb loss, anxiety, depression, loss of a parent at a young age, substance abuse, you name it, it's on there. So I just really wanted to create this community and, and, and publish a book to show others, especially the young adults out there that um, whatever they're going through, it's, there's so many people experiencing the same thing or similar things um, that they can also have the power to persevere. <laughs> now that's great, Alexa. Again, thank you so much for sharing your very powerful story. How can our guests stay in touch with you and, and read your book? Yeah, sure. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Alexa C-U-C. Um, you can chat with me on LinkedIn. That's where Christopher had found me. And you can find my book on Amazon. Great, Alexa, thanks again for your time. Have a great day. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.